Welcome to the Strength for the Day podcast, hosted by Pastor Dennis Fountain of Moses Lake, Washington. Each of us need encouragement and hope for everyday life, and we hope that you will find that strength with us as we study God's Word. Let's dive right in and find strength for the day. Good morning, and welcome to Strength for the Day. I'm your guest host, Brian Self, and I'm here with uh, me from the future, other guest host, Brian Self. And uh, great to be with you. This is my dad, and uh, we. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna start off with what we're talking about today. Just mentioning it, and then we'll talk about whatever else. Uh, so today we're talking about a father and a son, and we've been going through Hebrews 11, and so we're talking about a father and son, and we have a father and son here today. Uh, hopefully, only one of us is going to be. Uh, only one of us in this story is going to be tied up and possibly sacrificed on an altar. Uh, hopefully it'll just remain. Isaac is the only one that happens to today. I wanted that, to do the reenactment. I know you do. You weren't, We've got, we a, got table. a table right there. <laughs> uh, I don't have any string, though, so I don't know that that's going to happen today. Um, but, yeah, so I, uh, I kind of failed this morning. I'm going to blame it on time change. Um, I don't have any caffeine right now. Uh, my dad has Bang Energy Drink. Not uh, a sponsor. <laughs> not a sponsor. Um, and uh, w- you've got a peach mango there, mm-hmm. but I've heard you have a particularly favorite flavor. Miami Cola. Miami Cola. Um, I, I tried this particular energy drink uh, when I first came to Moses Lake. It was recommended to me by Pastor Carlos. It was recommended to me by our good friend Sarah Blem. Uh I think it was too much energy as compared to what I had been drinking, like wasn't high enough caffeine content. Really? So then I drink one of those in the morning and I would just kind of feel sick to my stomach. Well, I don't know. Maybe I'm allergic to something, and, uh, but I was feeling, you know, kind of sick to my stomach and I was like, man, there's too much energy. I can't handle it. So I, I, I don't do those, but I've heard great things about it. So, uh, yeah, you've got a peach mango, and you recommend the Miami Cola. I recommend, highly recommend the Miami. You can't really go bad with, uh, go wrong with any of the of the Bang products, but there you go. My two favorite peach mango in the morning. I'll if I have one in the morning, I'll have the peach mango because it feels more like a breakfast yeah. thing. Yeah. But the afternoon, I always have to have that that little jolt of energy with the Miami Cola. Go there you go. It. Well, sweet. Uh, I do want to mention uh, one thing. So if you'll notice, I'm not wearing uh, my Ignite hoodie. And I'm not wearing, uh, oh, I don't know if I really have any other ones. Uh, I, have a, I have a worship hoodie, but I do have a His Will, Not Mine hoodie. Now, this isn't just, you know, from the verse that we are supposed to see God's will and not our own. Uh, but this is particularly for uh, our youth group and our church are kind of helping out with a youth conference that's happening uh, the Thursday and Friday right after Easter at Graceway Camp. And uh, we're going to be a part of that. So got this hoodie as part of the, you know, advertisement for that, uh, for that conference. So uh, if you have any teens that you're like, I want to get them out of the house, I'm done with these teens, 
You can send them to uh, this youth conference. It'll be a great time. And uh, Pastor Fountain's going to be preaching at it. Uh, Pastor Micah Bosworth's going to be preaching at it. Uh, Brother uh, Pastor Tyler Prater of Fellowship Baptist in Liberal, Kansas. Not that Kansas is liberal, but the town <laughs> called Liberal in Kansas. Ironically enough, he is not a liberal. <laughs> <laughs> is going to be the keynote speaker uh, for that event. And uh, looking forward to that. It's hosted by Bible Baptists of, I can't remember the name. That's, that's, uh, yeah, if you are in the comments and you know what Bible Baptist with Pastor TJ Wilder, uh, if you know which church that is or what town that is, rather, please put that in the comments, because uh, I've forgotten the name of the town. But uh, it's going to be a great youth conference. You want to get rid of your teens, send them to Graceway Camp uh, the Thursday and Friday after Easter. It's going to be a great time. Okay, well, let's open up in a word of prayer, and uh, we'll get started on Hebrews 11 for today. Would you open us up in prayer? I will. Lord, thank you so much for allowing us to uh, open your word this morning. We pray that it would be an encouragement to those that will hear. Uh, help us, Father, to, to get the truths that you would have for us. We love you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Okay, so if you are if you have your Bible, if you're following along in that way, you can go to Hebrews chapter 11 and verse number 17. I have a reader's thing here, so I, I, I am apparently lacking my verse numbers. Here we go. It says, By faith Abraham, when he was tried, offered up Isaac, and he that had received the promises offered up his only begotten son, of whom it was said that in Isaac shall thy seed be called, accounting that God was able to raise him up even from the dead, from whence also he received him in a figure. Goldendale, thank you so much, Krista. Uh, Goldendale, Bible Baptist to Goldendale. Um, so in this passage, you have uh, Abraham. And we talked about Abraham uh, just a few days ago. And Abraham was one that God had promised, hey, I'm going to make of you a great nation. And it's going to come from you and from Sarah. And this was the promise that he'd given to them. And uh, I love that uh, in Genesis chapter 21, Abraham's kind of confused. He had uh, he had, had a son, Ishmael, uh, and that was kind of a small lapse of faith with him and Sarah. And uh, he had had his son, Ishmael, and he wasn't sure uh, because he had Ishmael. And then just as God had promised, Abraham and Sarah had Isaac, their son. And he wasn't kind of sure, you know, uh, Ishmael's the older does he, is he going to be the one that's going to uh, be the one that God brings this nation about through? And God tells him, in Isaac shall thy seed be called. He was saying to him, hey, this, all of these things that I've promised to you, the land of Canaan, all of these things, it's all going to go through Isaac. He's the one that I promised. He's the one with uh, the wife that I had promised. Like, that's going to be how this goes. And it so happens in... Uh, if you want to turn over to Genesis chapter 22, Genesis chapter 22, that we can read the account here. It came to pass after these things that God did tempt or test Abraham and said unto him, Abraham. And he said, behold, here I am. And he said, take now thy son, thine only son, Isaac, whom thou lovest and get thee into the land of Moriah and offer him there for a burnt offering upon one of the mountains, which I will tell thee of. Now, this would have been um, just completely out of the blue for Abraham. Now, uh, 
uh, as a matter of practice, many of the gods that were in some of the lands of the Old Testament, Babylon, Canaan, um, even Egypt, would regularly request sacrifices of people's children. Um, it was a horrible practice that would happen, uh, and it would happen really, uh, I forget which specific child that they said, if it was, okay, the first child uh, has to be sacrificed to this God, or this child has to be sacrificed to this God. And uh, I'm sure Abraham would have been aware of some of these practices, but this was not something that God had at all talked about. Um, and as we would know from the rest of Scripture, this was something that God would literally never ask again. So this is something that is incredibly unique. And we can see, uh, as we'll look at a little bit later, that it is a picture of something that would happen later. So you have this request made that Abraham would sacrifice Isaac. Now, Isaac at this point is not a young child. Uh, uh, how the gods of the other nations and the gods that were in that area would request or how the temple priests for those religions would request is that uh, it would be an infant and uh, just a diabolical practice. At this point, Isaac's about 40 years old. So he's not quite as old as you, but he is old. Uh, you turned 50 this year, right? 50 in June. Okay, 10 years ago, uh, what, I would be 12? Mm -hmm. Or no, I'm not 22. Uh, how old am I, Dad? 10, ten you're, you're 24. 24, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, all right, here, I'm, I'm 24, so I would have been 14. Uh, so not only would it not have been that, Isaac is, is helpless, that he couldn't do anything uh, really to stop Abraham. At this point, Abraham's uh, about 130 years old-ish, maybe a little bit older even. Uh, so this is not a situation of like, okay, this is Abraham really abusing a child. This is uh, a really unique thing that happens. And we'll, we'll read here in a second. So Abraham rises up. He takes his son. He takes several servants with him. They take a couple donkeys. Uh, they go all the way to the land of Moriah, to uh, Mount Moriah, as it's sometimes referred to. And they went to the place. Uh, it was a three-day journey that they went from wherever Abraham and Isaac had started off until they got there. And uh, they saw the place afar off. And Abraham said to the servants that were with him, uh, stay here with the donkey, and I and the lad will go yonder and worship and come again to you. And Abraham took the wood of the burnt offering and laid it upon Isaac, his son. So Isaac's carrying the wood because he's young and strong, and Abraham's old and less strong. Uh, and Abraham took the wood. Okay. He took the fire in his hand, so the thing that would light the fire for the sacrifice, uh, and a knife. And they went both of them together. And Isaac, and Isaac spake unto Abraham his father and said, My father. And he said, Here am I, my son. So kind of the same thing that uh, God said, Abraham. And he said, Here I am. And then Abraham says, My son. and uh, Or Isaac says, uh, My father. And Abraham says, Here am I, my son. And he said, Behold the fire and the wood, but where is the lamb for a burnt offering? Isaac knew exactly what God had requested in the Old Testament as far as sacrifices were concerned. We talked about it back with Abel and with Cain. It wasn't a thing of vegetables. It wasn't a thing of, uh, you know, anything else except for a lamb and a pure lamb at that. Uh, 
And, uh, and Abraham said, my son, God will provide himself a lamb for a burnt offering. So they went both of them together and they came to the place which God had told them of. And Abraham built, uh, built an altar there and laid the wood in order and bound Isaac, his son, and laid him on the altar upon the wood. Now, I do think it's important to note what's not in this passage, that there is no altercation. There's no fight. There really is a, a trust, and Hebrews 11 tells us why there's that trust. Um, I'm turning back there very quickly. If you have it pulled up there, Dad, you can say it as well in verse number 23, I believe. Yeah, by five, uh, okay, of whom it was said that an Isaac shall thy seed be called accounting. So this is... Uh, I think we talked about it a couple days ago uh, when Sarah had something along these same lines as well. Um, she judged him faithful who had promised. Now there's kind of this banking term uh, that Abraham accounted that God was able to raise up Isaac even from the dead. So that's why uh, here you have Abraham believing that him and his son are going to come back to the servants like he told the servants that him and his son would return and Isaac doesn't have this, this fighting, this altercation. And uh, I assume from the passage, from the fact that there's not a fight talked about, that Abraham told Isaac that uh, God had told him to do this. And uh, so then you have here, and Abraham stretched forth his hand and took the knife to slay his son. So here he's going to obey God, even if it costs him uh in this time, in this day and age, children are everything, especially sons. Um, if you have a son, that means your line is going to continue. Your legacy is going to keep uh, keep on happening. And uh, this is everything. And so Abraham says here, I'm going to have enough faith in God that because he's promised that uh, Isaac is going to be the one that all of this nation is going to come through that he will resurrect him even if he dies. Mm -hmm. And uh, then what happens is uh, Abraham, oh, this is not how you should read stuff. Abraham uh, extends out the knife and the angel of the Lord called unto him out of heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham. And he said, here am I. And he said, lay not thine hand upon the lad, neither do thou anything unto him. For now I know that thou fearest God, seeing that thou hast not withheld thy son, thine only son, from me. And Abraham lifted up his eyes and looked, and behold, behind him a ram caught in a thicket by his horns. And Abraham went and took the ram and offered him up for a burnt offering in the stead of his son. And Abraham called the name of that place Jehovah-Jireh, as it is said to this day. Jehovah-Jireh, meaning the God who provides. Um... And the angel of the Lord called unto Abraham out of heaven the second time and said, By myself have I sworn, saith the Lord. Uh, basically, God says, On my own name and my own honor. For because thou hast done this thing, and hast not withheld thy son, thy only son, that in blessing I will bless thee. And in multiplying I will multiply thy seed as the stars of the heaven and as the sand which is upon the seashore. And thy seed shall possess the gate of his enemies. And in thy seed shall all the nations of the earth be blessed because thou hast obeyed my voice. So Abraham returned unto his young men, the servants, and they rose up and went together to Beersheba. And Abraham dwelt at Beersheba. Um, I love this story. Obviously, the, the biggest picture that we have from this passage 
is Jesus and God. Mm-hmm. That we were the ones that were supposed to die, that we're supposed to pay for our sins, that we're supposed to have all of that. But God provided another way, another sacrifice in our stead. And, um, and obviously that would be Jesus. But I also think of in this passage uh, where it's mentioned, uh, where the angel tells Abraham, because you've not withheld your son, your only son from me, then it makes me think of Romans chapter 8, and I believe it's verse number 31. It's talking about all of the things that have been given to us in Christ. And it says, if God be for us, who can be against us? He that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all. How shall he not with him also freely give us all things? And while we might, may not have the exact blessing of Abraham that, okay, you're going to inherit the land of Canaan. You're going to uh, have all the nations of the earth blessed because of your family. Uh, While we may not have that blessing, we have all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. Because just like Abraham didn't spare, or just like Abraham was not going to spare his own son for God, so God did not spare his own son for us. Um, And so in this story, there's so many pictures from all of the different people uh, of what God has done for us. when you look at this passage, what are what are some of the things that you see? Well, I <clears throat> I see a couple of things. I see uh, number one the um, the instant obedience uh, yeah. from Abraham, and uh, God decided to bless uh, Abraham because of his instant obedience. I I think it's interesting when uh, in, at the beginning of the passage in in Genesis where it says he rose up early in the morning. If it were me. Uh, I'd be like delaying, uh, you know, dragging my feet a little yep. bit, you yep. know, like, oh, is, it, is it noon already? Wow, you know, uh, but it says he rose up early in the morning uh, and he obeyed. And um, he, he uh, uh, the, 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 that's why he's in uh, in Hebrews 11, because by faith he, yeah. he, he did this. Second thing is um, uh, Abraham obeyed and um, he, he showed the faith where he had, I mean, you could picture the knife in yeah. the air and the, and the angel saying, stop. Um, but when it comes to Christ and what Jesus, what, what God did for us uh, through Jesus, um, he, he didn't stop. Yeah. He didn't stop. He, he went ahead and, and, and killed his only son, if, if, if you will, and uh, was, was made that sacrifice for us. And uh, how much love, I mean, I'm, uh, uh, I always wanted a son, I always wanted a, a, a boy, and God blessed me with two of them. Um, and then uh, God always, I always prayed that God would give me a grandson. And today's his first birthday. And uh, just how much love that, that a father has for a son and, and thinking about what Abraham was going through. Wow, just uh, amazing faith. I don't know that I would have that much faith, even though God, uh, you know, God's promises are true. They never, you know, they never fail. Uh, but man, that, just the, the amount of faith that, that, uh, that Abraham had in God. Yeah. Um, I would literally have to have God specifically talk to me and be able to say that if there was any any question whatsoever. Um, and God had already heard, or Abraham had already heard God's voice so many times mm. um, that it was mm-hmm. the same voice that had promised the blessing. It was the same voice that had promised the son. Mm. And now it was the voice that was really asking for the son back mm-hmm. of Abraham are you going to have your faith be 
in my blessing, in my promise, mm-hmm. or are you going to have your faith in me? Mm. Where this is really the the encouragement, like this was the test, was Abraham, is your faith in what I do for you and what I have done for you, or is your faith mm. in me? Mm-hmm. Um, and man, for our lives, is that such a uh, convicting thought? Of do we serve God because he's, uh, you know, I think for our church, do we serve God because he's given us a property to be able to go to that we've had a building that we've been able to meet in uh, for the past 10 years? Do we serve him because of all of these things that have taken place or do we serve him because he's God and then all of the blessings are just the cherry on the top of that? And uh, man, just such... A huge thought of you know, son. You 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 brought up a point that I've never thought about before. But it was the same voice mm-hmm. that that promised the blessing. It was the same voice, and I think oftentimes we don't obey because we're not we don't obey right away. We're not used to obeying God's voice, and so sometimes we're like, "Is this what I should do? Should I do this?" And um, I think that's a, I think that's an interesting point that that, that you bring it was the same voice that that Abraham heard over and over again. So he had his natural uh, reaction. His natural yeah. response was to obey. Yeah. Because he'd already acted in faith all of these times before mm-hmm. in Hebrews 11, that uh, when God called him out from Ur, he went, uh, mm-hmm. when uh, he got as far as the place where his father died, God called him again to Canaan mm-hmm. and he followed uh, for all of these times when it was with, Ishmael and what he was supposed to do in those situations. He obeyed there uh, when it was uh, in Isaac, um, that promise where Abraham and Sarah are laughing, but they obeyed and they followed and they followed God. And right here again, it's that same voice. It's that same. <coughs> so I, I do love that thought that um, be consistently listening and following the voice of God. And then when there's things that maybe are harder in life that we're called to, that we're going through, that then we can have faith and we can follow because we know the voice. Mm -hmm. That it's not the voice of a stranger. We don't know if it's our own thoughts, if it's, uh, you know, maybe just someone else's thoughts, but that we know it's God's voice because we've consistently heard his voice. And I think it is important to know we can only find we can only know God's voice if we've listened to things that he's already told us in the Bible. Mm-hmm. If we ignore the Bible, we're not going to recognize the voice of God. We won't recognize the things that are said because we don't know how he talks. And I'm not and I'm not saying that if we hear you know a thought <laughs> in our brain that goes thou must witness to the person at King Supers that that's not what I'm saying. But uh, <laughs> Not an audible voice or anything, but when we you know what King Super says. Oh, I'm sorry. Safeway, Safeway. There you go. Yeah, Safeway. Uh, you know, uh, kind of a kind of a uh, an archaic example, maybe. Um, when when you guys were growing up, I had the whistle. Yep. And every time they heard the whistle, it was like they'd stop. And 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 uh, I always remember Sammy. He he would just stop. whatever they were doing, they'd stop and they'd look. They'd, they'd find. And that kind of reminds yeah. me of that. Like when you hear God's voice, you stop and you listen. You you look. God, what would you have me to do? Yeah. And that's what and that's what Abraham did. That's great. Um, I love it. I I don't know if I've necessarily ran through this story uh, in particular since having B. Um, 
It hits it more home, though. It, it? Yeah, it hits way more home. If you are a parent out there, you can think of the love that you have for your kid. Mm-hmm. And I'm not even necessarily thinking of Abraham in this instance, but the love that God had for us mm. was so great that he'd give up his son. Um, I think of uh, the song you sang last night where God and, and Jesus' thing of, I love you from an old rugged cross, that if you ever doubt, does God love me? Is he for me? Does he want what's best for me? Is he out to get me or to punish me? Realize that all the punishment that God has ever doled out, the greatest fury of his wrath was all spent on Christ at the cross. Mm-hmm. That because of that, Romans 8, 1, there's no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm. And uh, as I read the verse earlier, if God be for us, who can be against us? If he didn't even spare his own son for you, what will he not give you? Mm-hmm. And so... Yeah. We can have that reliance and that faith on him, knowing that he loves us. He's given everything for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, as it relates to Jesus, he gave his own life for us. Yeah. And so there's nothing that we cannot ask him for, that we cannot bring to him. Uh, any heartaches that we have, everything can go to Jesus because he's the God that gave his life for us. That willing sacrifice like Isaac. Yeah. Love that thought. Um, I'm excited tomorrow... We have a host that I don't remember who the host is, but I'm going to look back. It's going to be a great day. <laughs> looking forward to it and uh, looking forward to being with you tomorrow on Strength of the Day. Thank you so much for tuning in and uh, give a thumbs up, give an applause thing. I, I don't know what all the options are right now on Facebook, but uh, thank my dad for being here. And uh, thanks again, Pastor Dennis, for the opportunity to be here. Hopefully you get to catch this a little bit later in the day. And I look forward to being with you tomorrow. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Strength for the Day. We would love to hear from you if you have any questions or comments. You can do that by emailing us at strengthforthedaypodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you, and we hope that today has been an encouragement.